0: Hi, Keith here with a TV episode of Movies and a Meal, and this week I'm taking a look at the new horror series, The Fall of the House of Usher. I was immediately drawn to this one because it comes from Mike Flanagan, who already has a long record of good to great horror movies and series, many of them coming on Netflix. With a tally, this is his fifth Netflix miniseries, so a fruitful relationship, but one that's coming to an end, as Flanagan is now signed to take his talents over to Amazon Prime. With this run, he's created a horror world to rival that of American Horror Story. And I much prefer Flanagan's style, a heavy dose of gothic and creepy with stories that often keep building on classics and keep you enthralled until the end. My favorite so far is Midnight Mass, but today it's all about The Fall of the House of Usher, his most ambitious, but not his best, Netflix offering yet. As fans of Edgar Allan Poe will know, this one takes its title from a Poe story, but the fun here comes in both how Flanagan and his as usual amazing cast build upon that premise and take it in all kinds of fun directions. So a little first on what the Poe story is about. In it, an unnamed narrator comes to visit his friend, Roderick Usher. While there, it seems that Roderick's unwell sister, Madeline, dies. Roderick becomes even more insane, and in the end, both Roderick and Madeline are no more after the actual house crumbles, and there are no more ushers left to carry on the family name. Creepy enough, right? Well, Flanagan, of course, adds to this in many ways, most of which work, and a few that don't. In his world, each of these eight episodes has a title and a plot inspired by a Poe short story. For instance, The Pit in the Pendulum, Murder at the Rue Morgue, and the finale, The Raven. And what unfolds in these episodes? I won't reveal it at all, but Flanagan has constructed a story that's part succession, part gothic horror, as he makes Roderick and Madeline into the ruthless leaders of a pharmaceutical empire that's clearly inspired by the Sacklers, built on opioids and extremely shady practices. Without revealing too much more, Roderick has six heirs, who, you'll find out early, each meet grisly ends. I'm not really revealing too much here, because there's a lot more going on, and it's so much fun to watch unfold. The beauty in Flanagan's series, this one included, comes in both how intricately they're constructed, and the cast he assembles each time. It's a real troupe, loyal to him, and they all shine this time out. Flanagan regular Bruce Greenwood plays Roderick with all the wounded menace it requires, and Mary McDonnell is his scheming equal as Madeline. And if Flanagan has a muse, it's one of my favorites, Carlo Gugino, and this time out plays the mysterious Verna, who I won't say any more about, but wow, is it perfectly creepy. Among the Usher heirs and other supporting cast, there are fun turns from Flanagan regulars Henry Thomas, Katie Siegel, Zach Guilford, and Raoul Coley, among others. Best of all for me was I, Zombie vet Malcolm Goodwin as the younger version of crusading lawyer C August Dupin, and of course a glowering Mark Hamill steals every scene he's in as Usher family attorney and heavy Arthur Pym. So there's a lot to love here from Mike Flanagan and horror fans. My only quibble is, it's not as strong on the palace intrigue angle a la Succession, but the rest of this is so perfectly constructed that I was hooked enough to get past that. In short, gothic horror fans watch this one for sure. Uh, So that's it for this week. As always, you can catch us at MoviesToMealOG at gmail.com, MoviesToMeal on Twitter, and you can listen on iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. And thanks for listening.